On today's show, Dallas Mavericks lose Jalen Brunson, but they gain JaVale McGee. What is happening in the Dallas Mavericks free agency? How should we feel about it? Is there another move coming? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. What do you think about the JaVale McGee signing? What's your opinion? Let us know in the comment section below. Uh, or you can just let us know how happy you are that Jalen Brunson's saga is ending. How, however you feel about it, at least it's over, right? Like, at least it's done with all the rumors and everything. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the JaVale Jr., the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I mean, what a wild day. I mean, the, the Durant stuff just shook the NBA, I mean... Holy crap. Shook the um, world. Shook the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, for Dallas, you know, I think at one point tonight I texted you and I said, hey, well, is this Brunson stuff just ever going to like end? No, like, it's we, not. Woj is still we, tweeting about it. Like I can just go check out Woj's feed and he's still tweeting about it. Woj, you know, is still texting Leon. Hey, what else you want me to put out there? Like, What else can save our butts? What else can save CAA's butts? Okay, so N- Nico gave Brunson a jersey and... <laughs> Okay, Jason so Kidd let me called his mom. <laughs> Stephen Ash was actually called. Um, but no, I mean, like like you said, it, it's at least this is at least closed. The book is closed for Brunson, even though we're going to get more reporting coming in a few weeks, you know, days coming out of why he actually chose New York and more stuff on Dallas side. But at least it seems like it's over. The Jalen Brunson saga is over. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about JaVale McGee and the signing and all that. Exciting to bring in a new player back to the Mavericks. We've had JaVale McGee Kinda. before in a di- very different context now with this Mavericks team. And then we'll just talk about free agency as a whole. But let's start with uh, Jalen Brunson because th- hopefully this is like the last time we'll have to really do this this conversation and have this topic because it's the big thing that happened. The Mavericks lose Jalen Brunson to the New York Knicks. And there's all this information that went around. There's all these reports. There's all these rumors that went around. You know, Mark Stein had a report today that kind of stuck with me that, you know, he called those, like, Jalen Brunson called those meetings. Miami didn't end up showing up to any of the meetings, so there was no Pat Riley showing up to the meetings. They were like, hey, these are a sham. We don't want to show up to them and embarrass ourselves. Uh, I don't think the Mavericks ended up going there because they tweeted a video of themselves in Nico's office watching the Slovenia-Croatia game today. And uh, I don't think they would have made it to New York by by the time. But, hey, weirder things could have happened. Uh, and then Jalen Brunson's representatives canceled the meeting with the Mavericks before it even happened. And then, you know, Dallas was told that money was not to be a deciding factor because of Brunson's determination to sign at the Knicks, according to Mark Stein. And so at a certain point, to me, I think Jalen Brunson just had his mind made up, right? And had his mind made up for weeks. And the, the pitch had already been made to him from the Knicks. Nobody else was going to make a pitch. It didn't matter at the end of the no, day. No, no, the pitch wasn't made. They can't talk to players until 6 p.m. Eastern time on the 30th. They made the pitch. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was all done, and it was done. And it is what it is. The Mavs had an uphill battle to fight with this because of their own do- their own doing, right? We talked about this yesterday yeah. because they didn't do the extension a couple of different times. They didn't do the extension with him. And because of, you know, and because of all the connections with the Knicks that, <laughs> that Jalen Brunson had. Like, there's a story that came out today that Jalen Brunson used to, like, shoot hoops on the court when his dad, like, when he was a kid at MSG, when his dad was playing for the Knicks, like, you're having, you're, you're facing familial ties, you're facing, like, a childhood dream, you're facing so many different things in this as a free agency, and it just stinks. The one thing, well, what what are your thoughts about all the, the meetings and the meetings canceled and all that stuff with Jalen Brunson today? Yeah, the meetings thing was weird, you know, we basically did the whole pod yesterday making fake pitches from all the teams, and... You know, we're like, all right, man, if, you know, the reporting has been so strong that the Knicks just has this and you have it in the bag. We'll never know if your meeting would have, your meeting idea would have worked because it never got to happen. But <laughs> it would, I think it would have worked. Um, And then, you know, it, you know, the heat thing trickled out and then it's a hey, cancel with, with Dallas. Um, You know, just the reporting all day was just weird, you know, of the, you know, Dallas meeting and then, you know, there were, I think there was one about if Dallas would up their offer type thing. And then, then Woj had one later on the night. That was just hilarious to me of Brunson armed with the Mavericks five year one Oh six. I'm like, like, and then, you know, Mike Leslie had a great tweet where he, he tweeted out that he, you know, contacted a source in the front office and they're like, we didn't make an offer. Like what? <laughs> because they, he's already done. Like the, there wasn't another offer on the table because, he had already informed us, basically. So it's like, why is Woj tweeting this out? It just feels like all the tampering stuff of, let's just try to make it seem to everybody that Dallas was right there. And they, yeah. I I want to make this clear. Like, this is a cover-up for tampering, right? It's We, we said yesterday on the pod, either Jalen Brunson is literally giving, is really giving the Mavericks one more chance to up the offer. And they didn't up their offer, by the way. Or from what was reported, they didn't up the offer. Um they were reportedly giving him five years, 106 million, and the Knicks were going to give him four years, 105 million. So the Mavericks had quote unquote more money overall, but gave him the extra year, so the money was spread out more. So like that's not that's not real. That's not more money over. That's not more money. Um, but this is just all a cover up. It all just ended up being a cover up. And Adrian Wojnarowski is represented by CAA. Leon Rose was from CAA. Jalen Brunson's agency is CAA. Leon Rose, the Knicks GM, was Jalen Brunson's agent his first year. Like, Rick Brunson works for the Knicks. Like, there's just all this stuff that's working together now. And uh, it was just it's just too much. And so this is – it's obviously tampering. It is what it is. It happens in the NBA. Uh, the Mavericks had already messed it up, right? So if, if the Mavericks yeah. had done the extension with him, this wouldn't have been a question. This wouldn't uh, yeah, have even been kidding, a problem. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's why I'm not like – I'm not going to be one of those people that's from the rooftops – tampering like there's been tampering like every year it happens every year it happened this year with multiple situations and however you want to say it like dallas messed up this will be one of those what ifs that we look back on for a long time we'll do a probably a whole pot on if what if what if dallas offered the extension before the season and like yeah what i don't like though is this whole caa song and dance thing where brunson is asking for meetings and he's gonna meet with miami and miami's like we have never talked to you. We have no interest in like we've talked about maybe having interest in trading for you before, but there's no reason for us to go up there and the, and then wasting the Mavericks' time to like even think about going up to a meeting when there's just no shot that he was going to go anywhere else. 
besides the Knicks. Like, all that whole song and dance to just try and say, like, oh, we're not tampering, we're not tampering. Like, it's just so obvious that at a certain point, it just got so annoying hearing all the different things. And then anytime you saw Woj tweet about it, I was, I was just rolling my eyes all the way back to the back of my head because it's yeah. just a waste of everyone's time to do that. Just, just be out there. Just say you're going to the Knicks. You've dreamed of going to the Knicks. Your dad works for the Knicks. They're giving you more money. All that stuff. Just get, at, just leave at that point. Like just, it came out so many different times. Like, okay, this is official. It's official. He's he's leaning this way. It's going this way. Yeah. And then it just finally came out. I got so frustrated with the way that our like system works as far as like, like come. <laughs> rumors and reports and everything. I was just like, come on, you just end about- it already for Jalen Brunson. You taking our country or? Now, it's like, how many times can Brunson sign with the Knicks? I think we've crossed this line multiple times. Um, first, you know, pl- first player to sign for a $100 million deal that had never made an all-star team before, by the way. Interesting. Um, the extension before the season will be, will be something we always look back on. Yep. I mean, however you want it, like, even if you're a Mavs fan today saying, oh, that money is too much, like, good riddance, see you. Like, having Brunson at that cost four for 55 would have been an incredible value and Dallas will, will regret that. I mean, there's, there's yes. no other way around it. The other, the other line that I think everybody's talking about right now that I'll be fascinated to see what Mark Cuban says or how he answers this is the Warriors game ends game five in golden state. He does the quick Bally sports interview with Mark Stein in the tunnel, the same tunnel we walked through when we were there we actually saw JaVale there. We, JaVale we, was did, there say, for, for, we did see JaVale McGee there. <laughs> I saw Brad Townsend tweet out that JaVale was at the Mavs Warriors in Dallas. And he was also, because we saw him, he was at the Mavs Warriors in Gold State. Anyway. Um, he was. And Mark Stein does the interview with Cuban. And what does Cuban say? We can pay him more than anybody. And they expressed his comment. He said that line. At some point from that point until now, that didn't matter. No. Because if you could pay him more than anybody then it could have went up to 125 or past that five years and all of that. At some point they drew a line in the sand and whether it was close or not. And then, you know, at some point over the past few weeks, Brunson said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to New York. I'm going to take money and go there. So at that I'm really fascinated to see how Mark answers that question at some point in the future. He's going to get asked that and just how, yeah, what that explanation is, but hopefully this is done. Yeah, because because our friend CBA Mavs uh, put together what his deal would look like with the Knicks. It's four, it ended up being four years, one hundred and four million. It's twenty four million the first year, then twenty five, then twenty six, then twenty seven million. Like that to me doesn't that, that doesn't that's four years from now. The cap could go up ten, like fifty more million dollars by then. Like that 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 doesn't sound terrible at all. It's it's when it was like. 28 million, 30 million a year when we were talking about that. And that was like the starting point. That to me seemed like it could get pretty bad. But this price, the Mavericks didn't beat it, right? If all these rumors today were true and the Mavericks deal that they offered Jalen Brunson, they didn't offer him more money. They didn't, right? Like at a certain point. So that's that Mark Cuban was right that he said we can offer him more money. It just ended up that they <laughs> it just ended up that they didn't. And they had a walkaway price and they really stuck to it. And they may regret that. I gotta say, I guess there is a you know, like a technical part of that is saying there's a difference between saying we can offer him more and we will offer him. <laughs> we can and we will. All right, coming up, let's get into JaVale McGee. The Mavs bring JaVale McGee back into the fold. What does it mean? What is the deal? Was it a mistake? I think Isaac and I may disagree on this one. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Arcade 1-Up. 
We have big news. The one and only NBA Jam is back. Arcade 1UP, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a Shaq edition. You know who loves JaVale McGee? Shaquille O'Neal. JaVale McGee! People are obsessed with NBA Jam. And now you can get an NBA Jam arcade console in your house. Pre-order one at arcade1up.com. That's arcade, the number one, up.com. For an estimated early September ship, you can get it in your house. They have class. <laughs> they have classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and others starting at just $399. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a locked-on listener. I think they're giving away three of them. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave or wherever at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on to win an NBA Jam Shack edition. Get one today. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about Jalen Brunson. Hopefully we're done talking about Jalen Brunson. I hate that we have to say that. I'm actually pretty sad he's leaving. Very, yeah. But now bringing in JaVale McGee. Uh, JaVale McGee comes back to the Dallas Mavericks. Three years, $20.1 million. He gets a player option in the third year. And uh, this is an interesting situation with JaVale McGee. We had speculated about a lot of different players the Mavericks could take. Um, with this taxpayer mid-level is about $6 million a year. And they basically gave most of it to JaVale McGee. And some of it may go to Jaden Hardy to try and make that whole deal work. But for the most part, they use that that um, resource on all on JaVale McGee. And I didn't and I didn't expect them to use the, all of that on a center. But I probably should have because of what Nico Harrison said. What was your reaction to JaVale McGee signing and just him as a player? Yeah, my, my reaction was, okay, cool. Like, let's see what's next. Like, I, I mean, I... I saw the the terms of the deal. My initial thought was, oh, okay, like we got Christian Wood. Let's see, I think I was a little, I'm a little confused by you know the, the Tim McMahon reporting of, you know he Dallas's pitch to him is that he would start, and so I was like, oh, I wonder how they're going to work that out. But my general sense of it, of it is, can we just wait? Can we, is it possible? I know it's not possible in just today's world in in general to wait on anything, but like, can we just wait to form a firm opinion on something for I don't know, like two days, like three days? Let's see how some things shake out. They might not do anything, and then we could I'm like, all right, let's have some firm opinions about. It. Like, I would have probably a little bit more negative opinion if they don't do anything else with the roster. But I just I expect something else to come to the roster to where it's going to shake it up a little bit more. But for him as a player, yeah, I think he's going to do great in Dallas. I think it's a solid pickup. He's won three rings. He's a, he's a vet. You bring veteran experience to the team. And when you look at what he's really good at, he's a really good rim roller, 89th percentile in synergy. You look at his defensive numbers around the basket and post-ups. He has great numbers with that. So he's the better version of Dwight. Like what Dwight's really good at, rolling to the rim, playing with Luka in a pick and roll. JaVale is, except JaVale is bigger, can get some boards, and can like defend in the paint. So it's like, all right, you get the upgrade from Dwight at half the cost because you're paying him five to five and a half million dollars. So who else are you getting for five, five, five and a half million dollars that's going to give you like more than what Dwight did last year? So that that's my that's my type of thing. I I actually like the signing, but I'm expecting more roster moves to happen. I like JaVale McGee and the idea of JaVale McGee on this team. Um, but I have a question. Why? Uh-oh. Why did it take so much to get JaVale McGee is my question. Because there was rumors at the start that the Mavericks were go- up against the Bucks to, to get JaVale McGee. Okay. And they were, they were going back and forth against them apparently. And then the Mavericks decided, all right, 
we won't just give you our taxpayer mid-level, the $6 million. We'll go to two years. A, por- a portion of it. Then we'll go to three, most of it. Like, pretty much all. Five or five and a half. Okay. Yeah. Eight, what is it? Eight, I'm just 85%. saying. 85%. Like, yeah. And the other app's going to a guy that you just drafted, right? It's not like they're going to use it on somebody else. Yeah. We'll go, okay, we won't We won't just do one year. We'll do multiple years. Okay, we'll do three years. Okay, and then we'll do that That third year's a player option. And, and then we'll also let you start, too, right? Like we'll, we'll tell you that we'll start. Like, promising all these things and giving all these things to a player that got played out of a playoff series against the Mavericks that is not necessarily part of, of the of a, like a playoff rotation necessarily. Um, it's going to start next to Christian Wood, like question mark over my head right now. I'm, I'm confused by that part of it. I'm confused by all these different little things that they had to give him to just bring him in. Um, when Andre, Wait, Drum- you think he's starting over or with, I think he's starting with Christian Wood. I don't think you bring okay. in, I don't think you bring in ja- Christian Wood and JaVale McGee in the same year and go, you know what? I'm going to start JaVale McGee over Christian Wood. Yeah. You know what? I think that's what's going to happen. And I, like Andre Drummond goes for like 6 million for two years, right? Like when you just compare those two things, um, I think JaVale McGee fits this team better, but Andre Drummond's yeah. a double, double guy. I I don't know. So you would, you would you rather have Drummond for that contract than this for JaVale? Ooh, for that contract. Oh, cause I, that's, this is no brainer. I would take McGee hands down at this. Contract. So I'm not, so, but I have all these questions about why did it take so much for them why do you take all these different little things like the multiple years for, for a center that's 34 years old that relies on his athleticism. Like you get, you gave him three years and that last year's a player option. And you told him that he was going to start the starting thing. Like you said, like Dwight Powell started playoff games and he didn't play like seven minutes. So yeah. that doesn't matter too much. The player option is weird to me because he's going to be 37 at the end of this deal. He relies on athleticism. It's going to be interesting to see where he is at this point in his career. Uh, but to take all that and to use their one, piece of like all right this is this is the resource that we have to move forward to take this team forward and to use it on JaVale McGee to use it on a center that's ideally a backup center is interesting to me and I'm curious to see what other guys go for we saw my ideal guy Gary Harris get re-signed by the Magic for 12 million dollars a year so that wasn't an option for the Mavericks we've seen other guys today go for bigger money I don't think there's one player so far that I've seen get signed for this amount of money that the Mavericks signed that I would rather have, but I think there will be some. And so I'm interested to see who those players will be. And I'm just curious to, to know why it took so much for them to get JaVale McGee. And if there were no other better options at, at a certain point. Yeah. I think where we disagree on, I think we both agree that he would, he's going to fit in Dallas and like the player. I think where we, where Agreed. we disagree is I just don't think it's that much. I think the, Hey, you rolled out the red carpet three years off. I just don't think it's that big of a deal for a guy to have a player option for $5 million. It's like, who cares? Like Boban was on the books for three and a half million dollars last year. If Boban had a con- had a player option this year for, for five, I'm not like, I mean, somebody else might say that's why you'd lose Brunson for that, but I wouldn't say that. So I just don't think it's, I think when we see it on paper, like player option, three years, all this stuff, it's like starting. Whoa, that's, starting. That's a, the starting thing, I, I admit, I don't understand that. I think starting thing it's could because, be the Dwight. It's because they had to promise it to him in order to get him to sign here. But yeah, why? I don't, I don't get that. But but why? I guess my thing is like, why not? Like even if you switch it up in two weeks and say, hey, you're not going to start anymore. Who well, cares? Yeah, yeah. Like that part, that part doesn't matter as much. But it's it's yeah. weird to me that it took that much to get him to sign. Like, I don't know. We've been told that coming to play with. Luka I just Dodge don't think it's that much. That, <laughs> yeah, that's my only thing is I just don't think it's that much 
for a guy that's you know five and a half million dollars. In, in, yeah. in the aggregate, like overall, just looking at this team as a whole, it isn't much, right? Like you're going to come back and be like, oh, Dwight's making 11 and JaVale's making five. We're going to look at that and say, oh, that's an incredible deal. But for this offseason, when they have so few resources to actually use, this is the one they had. And to use it on this piece, um, I'm with you. I'm not going to make any big grand decisions. I'm like, oh, Nico made a huge mistake on this one. I'm not there yet because I want to see what else they do in the offseason. Yes. But for them to yeah. use this one piece and this this one resource that they had – on on a center like this and like an older center like this is is questionable to me i don't get it yeah but i think that we could very well look at this in three or four days and they've you know they've swapped dwight with another wing off the bench or dwight and tim for like a bigger deal and now now javel's part of just part of that rotation the center spot and javel's given a solid minutes next year against these bigger bodied centers and running pick and roll and He's the upgrade over Dwight, and nobody's complaining about it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's all, pff, we got him for $5 million. Cool. Like, he's coming off the bench. Dwight was making 11 last year and couldn't guard uh, anybody. So that's the – I just don't – let's just see how the rest of the roster shakes out before, you know, we're lighting the beacons to, you know, rest of DFW and asking Theoden to come to our rescue. Yeah, I am going to light the be- beacon about JaVale McGee starting, though. I, don't, I, just, <laughs> I just don't see him and Christian Wood starting together. What if, what if I told you Christian Wood was six man? <laughs> See that he's the second best player on the Mavericks now. We might have bigger issues if that's. <laughs> <laughs> we do. They do. They have bigger issues. <laughs> like Christian would let, we will let you cook off the bench since Dinwiddie. I think Dinwiddie will start, and they're like, just come in. They didn't trade a ton for Christian Wood. Nico even said, "Hey, it's a prove it year type thing." They didn't. Did they commit to him as a starter? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I think Christian Wood starts. Do you want me to hit the conspiracy music? Because that was. I I'm I think Christian Wood starts. I was I'm just kidding, guys. Don't do. It. All right, coming up. Let's get into some more about the uh, about free agency. Did the <laughs> did the Mavericks take the biggest hit in the NBA in the first day of free agency? I think that's something we have to talk about coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines all over in sports. They have all kinds of different stuff. They have a bunch of these rookie season props. Um, Chet Holmgren for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Points per game. Over under 13 and a half. I have no clue what to even guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I have no clue. I will not bet on anything with Chet Holmgren. It's not very off, often that Isaac just goes, you know, I got no, I got no shot at this one. <laughs> no, I have no lead. Uh, Give pa- me Palos. Palo Bencaro, seventeen point five. Over. I'm going under on that one. Hmm. Well, I don't know that Magic team. Who else is going to get shot? Say who else is going to shoot? They're, they're going to start faults with him. Jo- so. Jonathan Isaac ain't getting a shot. Uh, Keegan Murray, thirteen and a half. Give me the under on that one. There's no chance for the Kings. Oh, no. Sorry. Jaden Ivey, 12.5. Give me the over on that one. 12.5 Yeah, Jaden Ivey. Yeah. Come on. Give me the over on that one. You can go check That's, out all those props and odds and lines and spreads and everything on Bet Online. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. We've been talking about Jalen Brunson. He's gone from the Mavericks. We talked about the JaVale McGee signing. Let's talk a little bit more about the rest of free agency. The Kevin Durant news came out, and it just, like, rocked everybody. I mean, it's one of those, like, where were you when you heard this? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now Kevin Durant is trying to force a trade to the Suns. 
let's just start there. What's your thoughts on this, like Kevin Durant trying to force a trade to the Suns, and what would the Suns be if it's just like Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and stuff? Well, they would be better. I mean, I feel like they would be the favorite in the West. Um, I think my favorite thing after the Kevin Durant thing was getting on Twitter and seeing all the fan bases talk about their untouchables for Durant. That was one of my favorites. Like, we're not going to put Tyler Hero in a deal for Kevin Durant. What are we talking about? Or, you know, Suns fans like Mikel Bridges off limits. Like, it's Kevin freaking Durant. There's nobody. There's hardly anybody off limits for Kevin Durant. But no, the Suns will be really good. My problem with all this stuff is that he just asked, he just signed the extension and then just asked for a trade. Like how do, you can't even trust the four year deals. Like just because he signed for four years, like that's not even a thing. Like you want, you got like a one or two years. You got one or two years with Kevin Durant because I don't think you can trust that he's going to be there for like a four year building to something kind of deal. Um, mm. And so I don't know if, I don't know if I value him more because like, Oh, he signed for four years. Like, I don't know if that, that, that part doesn't matter to me at all. The Suns part of it, though, I don't know, man. I thought for sure. I, I was convinced several different times. Oh, this Nets team is so good. This Nets team is so good. They're going to be so good. This Nets team is going to be so good. They're going to score so many points. Their offense is going to be so many. going to be so good. And we barely ever saw those guys together. Now, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I guess, are different humans, different players than built different, built different than James Harden and Kyrie Irving. But we just saw the meltdown in that game seven. Like, I don't know. I think it may just end up being the same thing as the Nets with Kevin Durant. If he goes because it's just going to be they're going to have to trade Bridges and probably Aiton and Cam Johnson and like all, all anything on their roster. It's just going to be Kevin Durant, Chris Paul and Devin Booker and then nothing else. Yeah, I just think that's really, really good. I mean, even if Chris Paul's like halfway healthy, I mean, <laughs> how many duos are better than than KD and Booker? I, I hate saying this because the Suns were so easy to hate this past year. It would be super annoying to see, you know, the Kardashian Pez dispenser be all like super cocky, getting. Oh you know, no, they broke up. They broke up. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. They broke up. Pez, he's just the Pez dispenser now. Yep. Um, shout out to him being on the cover of 2K though. Yeah, nothing like getting put out in the second round. You get on the <laughs> cover of 2K. Um, but and yeah, it's just I rent free, rent free. Sons, <laughs> sons are living in your head, rent free, Isaac. <laughs> you know what they uh, are? I can't stop thinking about the sons. That's the best. I mean, what else are we thinking about right now? <laughs> we got to think about good things, and that was the last good thing. Um, <laughs> the Durant stuff. I'm just I'm fascinated to see where he goes. Oh, What's so the nice. ripple effects? You know, somebody, um, it might have been Callie today. Callie had the story of Brunson and the Knicks. I think that story is actually from earlier in the season, by the way. But um, the the Durant stuff, I think it was her who tweeted. She tweeted out and was like, you know, Dallas is like waiting to see the ripple effects of Durant, see where they could pounce, whatever. And I, I made the joke. I'm like, oh, that means we're going to get Harrison Barnes, I guess. Now. <laughs> but, I, you know, will that be the situation that Dallas has to hop into? We don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie. Yeah. Good luck guessing that. But, like. Wherever Kevin Durant goes, it's probably gonna have to turn into a massive like trade, a, a three team, four team. Does J- Dallas try to hop into it, tra- trade some guys around? I don't know, but there's still a ton of guys left that haven't signed yet. I mean, it feels there's been a million deals. You you threw out the question before the break: Did Dallas take the biggest hit? I think Denver's up there for signing DeAndre Jordan. So. <laughs> No, was, no, no, no. Talk about bidding against somebody. Was, Who was bidding against Denver when they were 
they're on you know DeAndre Jordan's house. Like, hey, let's <laughs> not, sign you. Not just that they signed him. It was like a tampering deal, right? Because they signed yeah. him like right away. Like they signed DeAndre Jordan right away. Like I don't know. Like I saw Matt Moore, uh, HP Basketball on Twitter, replying to some Nuggets fans saying. Do we think that the Nuggets front office should like be fired for this? Like, There's some Nuggets fans that are asking that. Tim Connolly's cracking up in Minnesota. He's like, I leave and this is y'all's first sign. No, that was the, that was his thing. This is, here we go. Uh, his last will and testament as the, as the, the, in the front office of the Denver. You guys must sign, you guys must sign DeAndre Jordan. It must happen. That one was, that's weird. But uh, did the Mavericks take the biggest hit? I mean, he's the best player that switched teams so far. Kevin Durant's going to switch teams probably, but Jalen Brunson so far is the best player to switch teams from any team in the NBA. So I think they have taken the biggest hit so far. I mean, the Hawks lost DeLon Wright. That was kind of tough. They got DeJounte Murray. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. DeLon sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, we still record. <laughs> um. Kyle Anderson going to Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just slap happy at this point. I'm just glad that. But no, I mean, you should, you Jalen never Brunson. Isaac say that players just suck like straight up. Like, watch, he's gonna get traded back to the Mavs. You're gonna have to look him right in the eye. He'll bring uh, no. this moment back up to you. Um, I was kind of surprised by the Orlando guys going back for the price they did. You know, Bamba getting 11 million a year, Gary Harris getting 12. It just feels like Orlando's stacking up on these contracts for the trade deadline. Them and the Nets did the exact same thing. And I, I was confused about it on our live stream on Lockdown NBA. And I looked at Adam Armbrecht and I was like, why are the Nets signing Patty Mills back to like this huge deal? And then I looked at Philip Rossman Reich and I was like, why are the Magic signing Gary Harris back? And I just realized in the middle, they're, they're going to Sam Presti it. They're just going to sign these guys and in the middle of the year. Some team's going to think that they have a chance to go on a run and get desperate and send a pick over for yeah. Patty Mills or Gary Harris or Mo Bamba or whoever. And it's just trade bait. This is all it is for those guys. Yeah. You know, the Clippers guys went back. Some contracts that surprised like Lou Dort got paid. Lou Dort paid. Um, Anthony Simons, shout out $25 million a year. That's a lot of money too for a guy who just. I guess he would be the second. I guess he would be the second player to to get a hundred million dollar deal without making an all star team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but you know, we're still waiting on a lot. Of, and like James Harden hasn't signed his deal yet. He's gonna you know sign it, but does that have? Are they gonna make any more trades to shed money? There's a there's a ton of people out there that I'm really fascinated. Like, where does Bo Cruz go? Bo Cruz says. Oh, he's on the, cruise. <laughs> he's on the market. That movie actually wasn't too. Bad. I really liked that movie. That, I, that <laughs> like, movie my I wife liked watched this and like she she literally liked it a lot. And I was like, wow. I was waiting for it to be bad at a certain point. I was just waiting and sitting around waiting. Yeah. And obviously, we're talking about the hustle movie with Adam Sandler and Juancho Hernan Gomez. And uh, and yeah, so Juancho Hernan Gomez gets uh, he gets waived by the Jazz today, right? He's going to be on the Mavs. I'm I'm calling it right now. The Mavs have a roster spot open. He's going to Bo Cruz is going to be on the Mavs and it's going to be great. He's the, he's the Boban replacement because he's friends with Luca. He's actually a good player. Like he's a good shooter. He'll, he'll like, we saw him really work in that movie on his jumper. So <laughs> um, I'm really curious to see what happens with Colin Sexton. You know, he's, he's still just 23, but it gets really tricky when you do signing trades because the hard cap stuff comes into play. There's a certain number that you can't go beneath. So if you, if you do this, are you sending play like, but he's just a name that I'm just watching though. 
I see a lot of Mavs fans like penciling him in and saying, oh, this would be my ideal player to get. And I just don't see a path. Like, What are you giving the Cavs? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't <laughs> see that one. Like, we get to a, like free agency drives Mavs fans more insane than any period of time in in any like any moment in history. <laughs> but but what if you what if you pay a number that they're not willing to go to Cleveland? And I mean, how would Mavs fans feel if they take a similar offer and go to Colin Sexton and say, hey, this is the money we're going to give to Brunson. Here you go. And Cleveland's like, I'm sorry, we're not going to pay you 22 a year. You just came off a big entry, all this. And then then it just becomes, well, does Cleveland want to lose it for nothing type thing? How would Mavs fans feel? Leave it in the comments below. <laughs> the Mavs just don't have, want- the ca- they don't have the cap space to do that kind of a deal. But I know, but that's the type of thing of like, if they did want to, Sexton wanted it, would Cleveland be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take 10 back or whatever it is. That's so, right. Sexton does want it. I, it's time for the spot to end. <laughs> Do you have anything else about today? Today was a, a weird day, but a super fun day. <laughs> I always love putting Isaac in those situations. Gary Payton looks like he's going to be priced out for Dallas. Super bummer. Well, that's the other thing is that all these other options that we've been talking about that we've been saying, oh, it'd be cool to get Gary Payton or Otto Porter or all these other guys. Like now they. Are you playing us off right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now they don't have a chance. Like now there's no shot at any of these guys. Like all they all the maps have left is minimum contracts. Right. And trade. Yeah. It trades. That's it. I was like, lo- I was looking at the contract signed today and looking at the guys who signed for like the full mid level. You're looking at two guys. Lonnie Walker and Joe Ingles. The taxpayer mid-level. Yeah, the taxpayer mid-level. And it's like, all right, would you rather have Lonnie Walker and Ingles over McGee? Right. Yeah, that's why I said earlier, I said, I don't think there was a guy that I would have taken that took the the taxpayer mid-level so far, but I think there will be one. We'll just have to see who it is. Like, even, like, Hartenstein, Thad Young, Patty Mills, like, all these guys, you know, Kyle Anderson, Malik Monk, all these guys got more money than than the full taxpayer mid-level. Not even, like... The five and a half, whatever they, you yep. know, they gave McGee. So I just don't, I don't know what better of a player, JTA, Toscano Anderson, are, you, are we debating on him versus JaVel right now? I think he's going for a minimum in, with the Lakers. Yeah, sure. But Kevin Knox. Yeah, so I don't think there is one. We'll we'll have to see. But it, the Mavs got a good player. They added their center depth. They got a rim protector. They've needed one. Um, he's been solid. He was solid for the Suns last year. And so uh, it's it's a positive. That's a little step in the positive direction. They took a big hit with Brunson, and uh, we'll see what they we'll see what they do coming up. But uh, we, get those Kyrie jerseys ready. If the Mavs do other things over the weekend, we'll do podcasts. But if not, then we'll be back on Monday. I'm not I'm not doing another pod to talk about Jalen Brunson. So <laughs> if we if we do if we get some more players up in this place, now I'm gonna pay you. I'm now I'm gonna play you. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. To like on Mavs. Oh, boom!